Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, the first chapter, the 14th, 18th verse. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in, in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. This is the word of the Lord. Last week I shared the story of how I came to, to know my father as dad, the disciplinarian, but uh, later as provider and uh, ultimately when things seemed to be imploding in life, uh, he was a source of strength and unconditional love. And I shared how my father really didn't change. I mean, sure, they may have changed a little bit. We all change a little bit, but that's our humanity. But my father didn't change as much as how I viewed him change, my perspective of him changed. And each of my siblings, even today, if you were to ask them now, they would ha all have a different take on who daddy was in life, who, who, who he was. Well, he was this, he was that, he was, you know, who he was. So as I shared then, I share again um, how we see the Father. And it's especially important at this Christmas season where our minds and hearts tend to be tend, tend, as there's no guarantee, they tend to be uh, drawn towards uh, Emmanuel, God with us. That we, we, it causes us to reflect and to think about um, how do we see him? Uh, because how you see him and how I see him could be completely different, completely different. Uh, I see him as uh, the, the person, you know, you've been to Chuck E. Cheese, and, you know, he's got kids. You know, they got the little games called whack-a-mole. Uh, you know, it pops up, and then uh, you, you, the idea is you score points and little tickets for prizes that are worth nothing. Uh, you hit it with a mallet. Well, for a lot of us, that's, that's, that's the image we have of God. He's playing whack-a-mole with us. You know, you pop up, get a little breathing air, you get a little air to breathe, whack! Uh, get into a relationship, whack! Get into a job, whack! You know, this is God playing whack-a-mole with me? Or for others, it's, uh, you know, when I, when, I, when I need something to eat, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't have sufficient funds for, for food, then he's the person I can call to get food, you know? Uh, or when I am um, lonely, he's the person that I can uh, be in relationship with. So how we see him how, uh, he's better put it in a question mark, in a question, how do we see him and how do we relate to him? Again, all four Gospels place Jesus within an, a, in a historical setting, but it's John that just boldly, bodaciously, just, just presents, just, just goes there. In the beginning was the word. Just, just, you know, no, no genealogy. No, no let's, 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 let's dispense with the, 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 the pleasantries, if you will. Let's just go straight, let's go straight for, the, for the jugular. 
So, um, I know God is beyond knowing, but can I really get to know him? So, just real brief, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone everyone was coming into the world. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. I mean, right there, again, how, how I shared before, uh, how we view God. It, to all who did receive him. You know, we shared last week, and I don't want to just, just plow through old ground, but last week, it's like, well, he was the light. You know, it's just like, well, if he's the light, then everybody ought to be able, you know, if, I have, if it's a dark room and I turn on my flashlight, everybody ought to be able to appreciate the light. Well, not everybody. Some people say, that, get, can, turn that thing off. Just can you stop flashing that thing, turn it off. I don't want the light. Uh, I don't even appreciate the light. I just, you know, f- f- for some, the, the darkness is, 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 is to be, prefer- be preferred. Jesus is the revelation of God, and he's light to the world. And to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. As we concluded last week, it's knowledge and relationship that leads to purpose and focus. And as James reminds us, as we draw close to God, he draws close to us. So how I see my father, you know, in those times of needs, in those, in those, in those very difficult times, it's, it's, it's somewhat easy, easier, let me put it that way. It's, it's easier when things are really going tough. It's like, you know, hey, you know, I'm not going to argue if, I, if I'm in the desert. I'm not going to say is, is, is yeah, well, I'd rather have a Sprite or a, or a 7-Up. It's like, I'll take anything. You know, so when things are really difficult, you know, our, 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 our criteria may be somewhat pushed down. So the, the real challenge for us as 21st century Americans is when, we're, when things seem to be going well. When, I, when, when, when my health is good, bills are paid, kids are reasonably obedient, um, you know, I just, you know, hey, things are good. What, what, do I, what, I, what do I need to draw close to God for? Things are already good as we define good. So, so today we want to pick up at the 15th verse um, of this same first chapter of John where we read, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So here, right here, this is the pinnacle, if not the the whole sum total of, of, of scripture itself, but it's definitely the sum, the pinnacle of this first chapter. Right here, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. It was radical then and it's even more radical now. See, the, the, the Jews and the Greek philosophers, they couldn't imagine. We can't. We, we struggle with that. That deity would take the form of humanity. 
That somehow God would, would choose to take the form of us and live amongst us. Paul would later uh, uh, build and teach on this in his letters uh, to the Romans, to the Philippians, uh, to the Galatians. Uh, and it's in the, the fourth chapter uh, in the book of Galatians we read, But when the time arrived that was set by God, the Father, God the Father, God sent his Son, born among us of a woman, born under the conditions of the law, so that he might redeem those who have been kidnapped by the law. When the time arrived that was set by God, the Father, God sent his son, born among us of a woman, born under the conditions of the law, so that he might redeem those of us who have been kidnapped by the law. At the just the right time, events, you know, not, not so much a, a clock, but it, it's, it's the events all added up. It was the perfect time. It was the right time in terms of events and, and, and conditions and series. And yeah, it was the right calendar page too, but it was, it was more the accumulation of events. It was time for me to enter space and time. That's when God entered the earth. I mean, again, the parallel for us, and I, you know, without going on too far of a theological ledge, for many of us, you know, now, right now, <laughs> right now would be a good time for God to enter your space and time. Like right now. Like right now, he's just like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. This is not going well here. This is, is. right now would be a good time for God to enter into uh, space and time. Uh, he came in the form of a human being to to redeem, to reconcile, to make right the relationship that is we, we, sh we shared before, our great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather and grandmother Adam and Eve uh, created this, 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 they messed things up. They messed things up for us. And it's interesting how the, uh, the message version concludes this verse by saying, we were kidnapped by the law. I'll speak more on that in a minute. Uh, but for now, let's just say that the that the word in the form of the law was misunderstood and misused, and that's why the son had to come to make things right. I gave you the word originally. I gave you the word. I gave, you know, Moses got the word. He, you know, you guys, you guys were, you were cutting up. You were having a bachelor party down in, the, down in, in Sinai, and Moses got mad. He broke the, command, the, the, the tablets, had to do it again. I, I, I gave you code. I gave you, I gave you the training wheels to be in right relationship with me. Uh, you, you, you kidnapped the law. Uh, you, you, you've been kidnapped by the law through your misinterpretation of the law. That's why my son had to come. He had to get things right. And as John writes, he came filled with grace and truth. Grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. Grace, goodwill, freely given without regard to the benefit of the giver. Grace. That's that thing that everybody wants. Grace. We want mercy too, but we want grace. Freebies, if you will. I want, I want, I want grace. Uh, Truth, the real deal, the genuine, full, not so much, well, you get three quarters of uh, full uh, grace uh, and, and truth. No, 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 abundantly, in totality. You know, you, you ever been in a, in a, in a, in a relationship? And it, it, it's, it's not so much 
don't ask Sister Meeks. It's, it's not so much, it's like, well, yeah, you, you, you did this, you, you fixed the fence, you washed dishes, you, you brought flowers home, but, but there's, there's not a fullness there. There's, there's, there's a lot of things that were done, say, but there's not a fullness there. And that's, and that's really what's being spoken of here in terms of the, the, the fullness, full of grace and truth, full, just, just, the, just not, the, not the quantity, but the totality, the completeness of grace and truth, see? Well, something and someone this amazing requires a, a herald, you know, every, every superhero needs a band, right? You know, or, you know, a set-up band or something. And so uh, our Savior had one. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, here we go again, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Once again, as I share, I share and I continue to share, if you see something repeated, in the, particularly in, in, in short portions of Scripture, if you see some words, certain words repeated again and again, uh, the author is trying to emphasize something. So when you see grace and truth, it's like grace and truth, full, grace, truth, full, grace, truth, full. Well, then obviously he's trying to make a point, and obviously there's some, there's some, there must be some deficiencies that's, 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 that's trying to be addressed. Well, that's why I want to take the time. The Old Testament is of, the, of, of our Bible is, is filled with different what we call archetypal examples, just, just types of, sort of, things that, that will be indicators of something that's to come uh, or something that is different. So we see in Moses, you think about Moses, who he was, what he did. You think about it. He was a type of redeemer. He was a, he, he, he led the people. Uh, he, he, he grabbed the law. He led the people. He took them out of captivity and took them into a, a point of freedom. See, but Moses received the law from God on behalf of the people. Jesus came as the law lived out. Moses had the law. God, okay, what do you want me to chisel? You know, got, got it, got it, got it. He's a good scribe. You guys are cutting up. I'm mad. Bam. Try it again. Take two. Okay, you did the same just like you did. Okay, 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 okay. Here's the law. Do this. Jesus came. Here's the law. See it lived out. I, one of the things, if, 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 you, ever, uh, if you ever want to, to, to uh, uh, convey information uh, to Sister Meeks, I know she's the prop for today. Uh, if you want to convey information to her, uh, don't do it for her. Show her. She says, don't do that, I, particularly when it comes to computers and things like that. I learn by seeing it and doing it myself. See, a lot of us, if, if we're not careful, we, there is, we've created such a distance in our relationship with God that, it, that it's, we've objectified what it means to be Christian. Jesus said, okay, you guys are messing, in, you're messing all this up. I need, to, I need to come down here and I will show you 
what the word, the personified word, the, the God with the, the whole totality of the law and the prophets, all the writings. You want to you know what I meant? See me. This is what I meant. Lived out. You don't have to guess what, the, well, I, I think this, the, the text is, how is, is, is different ones we, we argue about, how many angels can dance on the head of the pin? Well, I think it's premillennial. I think it's postmillennial. Who cares? Love your neighbor. Love God. Well, I think this and I think this, but you're ornery. There, there, there's a disconnect between faith and faith lived out. There's a disconnect between faith and faith lived out. It, it's, it's one thing, the evil one knows the word, and he twists the word, and he presents the word. The, 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 that's not impressive. Oh, well, you, you, you know how to exegete. It's like, wonderful. But what happens when you see someone that is in need of comfort, and what do you say? I'll be praying for you. Be warm and fed. And as John, same John, says, how dwells the love of God in you? You hypocrite. You hypocrite. You hypocrite. Well, I, you know, I, well... We'll get to it in a minute, but so the law was given. God came to live out the law. Now you have the law in you. We have God in us. In us. You know, as they say, there's no, ignorance is not an excuse for, 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 for abusing or, uh, of, uh, 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 misusing the law? There's no, there's no excuse. Well, well, officer, I didn't see that stop sign. Or I didn't know you could only drive 25. And sorry, sorry, it's, it, 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 sorry, that, 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 sorry. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse. It will not get you off the hook. We are without excuse. The Bible says that we are without excuse because we have God in us, literally, literally in us. Every believer. Every believer, every believer has God in us. What? The Holy Spirit of God in us that allows us to, to, to have the, the wherewithal, the knowledge. Well, I can't, I didn't know I couldn't do that. You didn't ask. You didn't seek. You didn't, well, well I, just, I just thought. See, then that's where, that's where we go. Then we, 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 we go back. We, we skip over the time, the, the, the 2002 millennia ago, where time spent with Christ, and we go all the way back to Moses. And it's like, well, Moses is gone. Well, let's build some calves. Let's, let's worship this. You know, let's create something in our own mind that'll work for us. See, that's why Jesus said in the fifth chapter uh, of Matthew, he didn't come to abolish the law and the writings of the prophets, but to be the fulfillment of everything that was intended. I've come to show you exactly what it means to be uh, uh, in right relationship with God, to be obedient to his word. In Exodus, in Exodus uh, you can read it uh, later, in Exodus, the 34th chapter, the 6th verse, uh, you'll read there, God, when God just revealed, say just, he revealed his glory to Moses, it was abounding in covenant love and covenant faithfulness. Just his glory. Just his glory. As John will let us know, nobody's ever seen God. We can't see God. We can't, but, but just his glory. I mean, it's, it's, it's 
it's really next to impossible to wrap our minds around that. Just his glory is abounding in, in love and faithfulness. Just the aura of him is, is, is love and faithfulness. And so this is what John, the disciple, the writer now, is writing about. And that's why you hear these echoes. It's like, man, this sounds a whole lot like, yeah, that's intentional. I'm trying to point you to a, to a picture. All of the, you know, uh, they talk about uh, the states between New York and California as flyover states. You know, you, what's, what's Missouri good for, right? You know, uh, you know it's just it's flyover state. What's the Old Testament good for? It's just flyover country to get us to the New Testament, right? No, that's where I was showing you. I was prepping you. I was letting you know what, was, what, what I want what a right relationship is like. So when my son, when I, in my form of my son, come, you'll know, oh, this is the fulfillment of everything that you've been talking about. Yeah, I get it now. But if we don't understand the gift that's given, then it's just like, well, okay, that's nice, that's wonderful. Yeah, Jesus died off for my sins. Okay, well, good. Mm, got a dollar? Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Jesus came to die, to reconcile. So what's so important about that? If you've just flown over 39 books, then you don't have a full appreciation. You cannot have a full appreciation of what's being presented right here. Abounding in covenant love and covenant faithful, just as glory. So John writes that just as Moses, with Moses, when he received the law and witnessed the grace and glory of God, the disciples were also witnesses to the ultimate expression of God, his word, his grace, his truth. Again, these words that are repeated over and over in this section, grace, truth, fullness. The law was never able or never intended to be the, the ultimate solution for, for what uh, our relatives Adam and Eve did. That's why Jesus came. And as Paul writes in the eighth chapter of his uh, letter to the Romans, I love this. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered, in the, diso entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. Because we are sinners, we can could, we could never, we can never, you guys can go 35 seconds or more. I contend I can't be good for 30 seconds. On my own, on my own, for 30 seconds. It's just a, I will think the wrong thing. I will say the wrong thing. I'll do the wrong thing on my own. 30 seconds, that's, a, that's, about the, that's about the outer limit. So you guys go 35 seconds, maybe, maybe 40 or 50 or whatever. Uh, interesting that with the Holy Spirit, with, my, with, my, with, with the Holy Spirit leading me, guiding me to all truths, it's amazing that 30 seconds turns into a minute, turns into a, an hour, might even turn into a day, maybe a week. Maybe it'll even get me through the checkout line when that person has 15 items and it clearly says 12 items or less. <laughs> see, it just, that's, that's, see, that's what 
depending and leading on the Holy Spirit will do. But if I'm trying to get over and get by and just, just figure out things on my own, uh, there's always going to be something a little bit smarter, wiser, slicker, faster than I am. That, that, that's, that's, that's just the nature of life. Uh, you know me, I like Charlie Brown, love Charlie Brown. You remember the part at the end where he had the, the, the little pathetic little excuse for a tree. And uh, he was all jazzed and happy and everything, and he took a little red bulb and he put it on the top, and the tree kind of like, did it you. <laughs> and what did he say? Everything I touch gets ruined. Everything I touch gets ruined. Everything I touch gets ruined. Everything. You leave it to me. <laughs> now you can't ask Sister Meeks. You leave it to me. Just, just, just let Mark take the reins for a little bit. I'm going to say something that's going to just, just really get under her skin. And, and, and it's funny, it's like, it's the, and guys know this, it's like screwing with a, with a screwdriver and a screw, and it's like, you know, when you, when you apply a little too much pressure on the screwdriver and the screw's gone too far, it's like, oh, nope, 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 oh, man, no, I didn't do that, I didn't do that. And so, and so you try and back off and pretend like you didn't really do that. That's what happened with me. That's where you say something. No, 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 I didn't do that. Yes, you did. You just entered the room. Man, how did that happen? Everything we touch gets ruined. Everything, everything. And the sooner we recognize that, then the cure can come. But if we think that, I'm not so bad. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty smart. I got this thing figured out. Uh, you will reach that point of absolute ruin. Hopefully it won't be so bad that you, you can't pull back from that. But sometimes we get to, we're so smart, as they say, we're so, so cool for school that we get to a point where things have just totally been messed up and it's just like, you know, it's, 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 it's a disaster. It's just an absolute disaster. Outside of Christ, everything we touch gets ruined. That's why John concludes the section the way he does the 18th verse. No one has ever seen God. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made him known. I'm closing. Um, Moses only saw the backside of God's glory and he was changed. He saw only the backside of God's glory and he was changed. How do you know he was changed? He was changed behaviorally, but even his physical, he had to wear a veil. He didn't even see God. He didn't even see the backside of God. He's God's a spirit. I mean, it's just like there's not, there's not like, you know, he's sitting on a, on a throne, so to speak, like we would sit on a throne, but God's a spirit. But he saw the backside of the spirit of God's glory. And with that, his face was so bright, the guy was like, you know, like Rudolph, you know, I was like, man, can you tone that thing down? You're too bright. It's, I, was, <laughs> I was on the backside of his glory. And that's how much I've changed. See, the disciples lived, fellowshiped, 
and learned directly from God. They lived, they fellowship right with, they were with God. I mean, what a, what a guess that had to be. Man, we can look at it retrospectively, right? We, we can appreciate it. Man, if Jesus and I were rolling, right? You know, if, if we, were, we were hanging out at Laboo and we were, having, we were having some tuna sandwiches and we'd be chopping it up and we, you know, Jesus and I, road dogs, you know, we're just, we're just, we, it's, it's cool. And we'd be in such great fellowship. Wouldn't it be awesome? Wouldn't it be, yeah. Guess what? Jesus is inside you. You don't have to go to him. He's in you. You know, we sing the song, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. It goes on, next verse, call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Call him up, tell him what you want. I don't have to pick up a phone. The problem, everything I touch... I ruin. Everything I touch, I ruin. Unless and until. Unless and until. We get to that point. You know what, God? I got nothing. I got nothing. What do you bring to the party? Nothing. You ever go to a party and you're supposed to bring something? And it's like, you come in there. Man, I didn't know I was supposed to bring something. You just bring your appetite. That's what God wants you to do. Come hungry. Come hungry. A lot of us, we've filled up. We've, we've, we've stopped off at, uh, at Wendy's. Got an old fat laden burger and just pigged out and just got all the, all the, mm, tastes good for a moment. Cholesterol will come a cropping. Tell him, Pastor Bert. It'll come after you. There will be a payday. There, there, there will be a day of reconciliation where all the, the, the fast food eating that we thought was a healthy relation or, or a healthy lifestyle, um, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna demand payment. We're raising a generation, we are. I, we're raising a generation now of kids that'll uh, type 2 diabetes um, because we're so busy. We're so busy. Spiritually, we're busy. Relationally, we're busy. We're busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I know. God, I'll get to my devotion tomorrow. Maybe. He understands. He still loves me. You know that prayer, you know? Gosh. Boy, I'm, I'm late for work. I can't. I don't have time. ESPN, a prayer. If we spent, for those of you who do Facebook, If we spent more time in prayer than we do on Facebook, our lives would be different. The world would be different. 
families would be different. It's not so bad. See, well, you haven't got to the point where you understand that everything you touch gets ruined. You've got, to, you've got to come to that point of bankruptcy. Everything. Everything I touch gets ruined. Everything. 